Hello and welcome to a quick recap from we just kicked off a new series called Move Again. Yeah. Mr. Phillips, Gabriel Phillips, kicked off the preach this weekend. So thanks for joining us. A few simple questions about what happened this weekend yeah. and where we're going in the series. But what did you love most about Sunday, kicking off the series, Gabe? Oh, it was incredible. And as you mentioned, move again, but out of the book of Exodus. And we're journeying yeah. through that narrative, that 40-chapter book for the next 9, 10, 11 weeks. Who knows? However God leads. But, um, oh. but I think what we, we realize that we're wanting to race through it a little bit. In a sense, not race through it, but um, we have to take sizable chunks because otherwise you can be in there well, for years. You never years. really go slowly again. Yeah, we, there's no, I, I live at two times speed. That's me. It's double speed. <laughs> But so this first week was quite a, a challenge, if I'm honest, in preparing, because there's chapters 1 through to the end of chapter 4. Yeah. And if you are familiar with the book of Exodus, those are phenomenal chapters. Uh, yeah. They just are they're, they're laden with truth and, and power. But I think what I, I loved about it was just the overarching theme of man's wickedness on full display and man's yeah. weakness, whether it was Pharaoh and uh, uh, bringing genocide and slavery or, or Moses himself, who's his, his, some of his dark moments of murdering an Egyptian and, and running away and fleeing and hiding for 40 years and, and then actually confessing his absolute weakness yeah. in, in revelation to God when God uh, speaks to him through the burning bush. So we see man's wickedness and weakness, but we do get a glimpse of God's incredible goodness yeah. and a sense of his deliverance as that, that hint scripture of God sees, God hears, he remembers his covenant. And he chooses to act. So I absolutely loved diving into those big themes. And you, you jumped into a few little, there's so many different themes. But one of the things you mentioned, the incredible five ladies who were mm. part of taking down this hectic Pharaoh king. I mean, they're the original Avengers, let's be honest. I'm those telling you, incredible. Two midwives, a mother, a sister, and Pharaoh's own daughter took yeah. him down. I think it's incredible. And I think what I love the most is their names, the first, the midwives. Oh, um, tell us. Can you help us with the pronunciation of those names? Because I struggled a couple of times. Pua. Shipra and Pua. Pua. Got to be very careful with those ones. Um, yes. But those are the only two that are named. Then we've got Moses' mum, and, and then we've got a sister, and then Pharaoh's daughter. And, um, and uh, incredible ladies who, yeah, as we mentioned, Pharaoh says, kill all the baby boys because he just didn't see ladies as a threat, didn't see women as a threat. Yeah. And that culture is seen as less than cattle almost. So almost actually discarded and not seen as a political threat to his empire. And yet God chooses to use those things, those things that I mean, the imagine world. Imagine the faith of that mother. To say, actually, I'm not going to surrender. They've been in slavery for 400 years. It was the norm. Mm. So when a slave master demanded something, they should have just responded. Yeah. But she found courage to say, that's not healthy. That's not right. I'm not going to submit to that. And in faith, pushes her child out. And God orchestrates the most phenomenal story. I love that part of the story. I love it. And it's so radical because it's not, we said, it's not just a story that happened. This is a story that happens, that we are called to these moments. We're living yeah. in dark days. I'm yeah. not trying to exaggerate, but we are living in times, perilous times. And uh, it doesn't feel like things are getting easier. Yeah. It feels like the world is growing darker. And yet, the church's disposition is not to now submit to the darkness or to cower in fear. It's actually to rise up in faith like those midwives with wisdom and skill and to speak directly to Pharaoh and say, actually, no, make up a story. But it was incredible. And then Moses' mom in faith. And, and when you read in Hebrews, the Hebrews account of yeah. how they, he was no ordinary child and they, they chose to, to, to trust. And these, his parents were seen as heroes of the faith. I think it's remarkable and a blueprint for how maybe we are supposed to respond. Even maybe we don't have status. Maybe we don't have the skills or Society sees us as something, but God says, actually, I'll use the lowly things. I'll use the things that are despised, the things that are not, the things that are seen as weak to confound the wise. And uh, I love 100%. that. And, and the, it continues. We obviously can't preach everything on a Sunday, especially when you take four chapters no. of 
that magnitude and that importance, and I thought you did an amazing job. But there are so many little things in there that are important in the yeah. story. I think the ever unfolding growth of Moses's own obedience and yeah. faithfulness to God's call, and I love the scenario that plays out Exodus four. Just this random little statement: <laughs> Moses on his way back and um, to go and worship, and it says the Lord was about to kill Moses. Yeah. It says, but Zipporah <laughs> took a flint knife, cut off her son's foreskin, and touched Moses' feet with it. Surely you are a bridegroom of the blood to me, she said. So the Lord left them alone. And I, I'm not trying to be crude about yeah. the foreskin thing, but it's just this radical thing. God had spoken, and there was this incredible process. God had spoken to Abraham and challenged that every man, everyone, yeah. yes, even Moses, your son, should be circumcised. And, and Moses didn't respond to that one detail and yet God doesn't forget it. Yeah. And God wants a man to lead his people to freedom. He needs a man who's yeah. going to trust him in everything, even to the details of his word. And the quick reactions, quick reflexes. I mean, shame, that poor boy wakes up. Mom's going for it. I mean, I can imagine yeah. it couldn't have been the most you know, clean and easy um, escape. But um, he wakes up. But all of a sudden, his dad's life saving. Dad gets a revelation. God's not messing around. Yeah. I think it's remarkable. And that, again, it's not a passage that you want to leap at to, to preach at. If I was honest. hoping you would You're hoping there. we're going to get yeah. there. This one for, for an intro of a series. You, <laughs> it is probably not the one that we're going to Come lean on. into when you've got all the other heavy hitters around it. But it is so remarkable. Again, a, a woman named Zipporah saves yep. her husband's life. But I think it also, it's a, for me, it's just without trying to bring clar huge clarity to it, just that line, the Lord was about to kill Moses. I'm like, radical. I don't, actually don't know what to do sometimes with that sort of thing, but the reality is that we're not, this is not some formula, this is not some uh, jukebox type of faith. This is, we, he is almighty God. Yeah. Who is so kind, so gracious, so loving, and yet still God. And I love the fact that that reminds us that he hears, he sees, he remembers his covenant. Yeah. And I thank God that he is God. And we're going to read in the, the chapters that come, spoiler alert, of the plagues. and, and well, Go and read it. Yeah, go no and read spoiler. it. Yeah, there we go. It's, it's happened already. If you want to go, if you want to skip a yeah. bit of reading, go watch Prince of Egypt, also a classic. But, but it is a profound... It is really, the Bible lets us grapple with some really tough questions around the hardening of Pharaoh's hearts. I know we'll get in that in the next episode of, of this podcast, so yeah. don't want to skip ahead. But I just do love the fact that this is, this, the Bible's a, a, a book full of man's weakness, man's depravity, and it gives me courage to face this world that we're living also, in. So when I'm reading and I'm preparing for this weekend, we're jumping into chapters kind of 5 to 10, 11 there, the plagues. The apathy of man under slavery, well, we read and we go, we would never surrender to that. And yeah. yet, it's, it's the nature of man to yes. look for a master. Yeah. And it's really important, the master we choose. Yeah. And God's saying, I want to set my people free. But he does also want to be our master, our leader, our guide, and the one that we follow. And so yeah. he's challenging very that. Good. And actually, in the first part of all of them, right until the very last plague, there is no part yeah. for them to play. It's completely God on the front foot, yeah. on the move orchestrating the most magnificent story, Incredible. pointing us to Jesus. And so we're excited for the series. You pumped for the series. I'm so pumped, Mark. And maybe just some insight for, for people watching. Maybe there's someone's interested. But, but when we plan these series, uh, there's, there's something. It's not just the book of Exodus. There's yeah. this, this prophetic unction that's in our hearts around move again. As, yeah. And that, that's the overarching theme. Maybe just remind us, what, what is that thing that's holding this whole book together for us in this season? Yeah, and I think that's, it's a timely word. That's why we, we do. Part of even preaching books, Paul wrote his books to those incredible cities. Ephesus, there's yeah. always a pastoral concern yeah. on the go in his heart. And maybe there's a pastoral concern that we can bring yeah. this weekend through the series that actually the last two years have got people stuck. Yeah. And I don't think we're as stuck as we think we are. I think yeah. we just stopped. And God wants Come to on. get us unstopped yeah. so we get unstuck so that we move. And when he moves, we move with yes. him. And we'll see the miracles on that side yeah. of faith, 
on the outside of courage and being a people who trust their God and know that He's greater than any other God, yeah. any other pretender, and Love any it. other force that this world's ever known. There is a king who's seated on a throne. His name is Jesus. Come and join us for the journey. Come yeah. and join us at one of the congregations Sunday. There's five opportunities. Table, table view, Hoppus 8, Hoppus 10, 5 p.m., Century City, Hoppus 9, yep. or in the evening in the city, 5 p.m. Come and join us. We'd yeah. love to have you there. God is doing spectacular things in our midst. Yes, we're still wearing marks, but it's incredible to be together at this time. So come on, join us. Last yeah. word, Gabs. Yeah, I just think what I encourage you, this is a, a, we're going on this journey together as a community. So yeah. we're going to be doing these podcasts every week after the sermons to almost talk around what was spoken about, but also what was maybe not yeah. mentioned so that we can dig deeper together. And we want to encourage you, read, read the Word of God yeah. with us. The book of Exodus is an incredible book. But along with that, we're going to be putting supplementary con uh, content together. We've got blogs coming out. We've got these podcasts. Already answer, asking hard questions. Dig in with us yeah. because this is going to be a phenomenal journey as we move again. And maybe that's even the, the first step of faith is to move again towards the word yeah. in the season. Life Changes Church and yeah. anyone else wanting to join us on this journey, on. jump in. Have an amazing week. We love you. We're praying for you. And we'll see you soon. Nice. <laughs>